Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Spirit Room. I'm super excited because today I've got a very special guest with me. I've got Ashley Tier all the way from Ireland. Um, she is a psychic medium, and she does all kinds of different work. So it's such a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you for thank you for coming. I am super excited, Melissa. I am just a big fan. I'm a big fan of yours and I'm a big fan of the spirit room, yours and Danielle's, because as I said, just before we started here, it's just easy listening, easy breezy, all about spirit. Love it. Oh, well, thank you. And I mean, that means so much to me. I'm a big fan of yours too. So um, I guess we should start from the beginning. We met, I would say, is that three years ago, probably uh-huh. at um, the Arthur Finley College. Uh, we were in the same class, in a course that we were taking called, um, I think, The Spiritual Medium. Is that what it was? I think it was, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, and then so since then things have, uh, you know, unfolded. We've done some work together. So um, I guess my first question for you would be, can you tell us a bit about how your spiritual journey started? How did you? How did it sort of unfold for you? Absolutely, Melissa, and believe me, rein me in because I know I can waffle. But uh, no, go for it. <laughs> I'll start at the start. I'll I'll, sk- I'll skim over bits because it's still yeah. on the story. But anyway, when I well, when I was younger, I you know I'm not going into details, but I did have a very traumatic childhood. Lots of you know different things, traumas, and you know it has taken me years of healing to sort of untangle all those, which I have done, but. My, what I would say is my, my first journey with spirit that I can sort of say was not real. And it was quite a dramatic one because, you know, people say uh, about how did you become spiritual or have it unfold? You know, sometimes it's these really dramatic things. But my very first, I didn't have, I'll, I'll be su- super honest. As a child, I didn't experience anything supernatural, not anything out of the ordinary. And, but when I was, I had a moment when I was in my, mid 20s and I was in a very bad relationship and let me just say skim on this again um, my life was nearly taken from me and at that moment I had a voice and the voice came in and the voice said here's what to do here's what to say like step by step instructions to literally keep me safe to keep me alive and to get me out of this situation and you know and at the time I was just so confused I was panicked but this voice, this this voice guided me. And, you know, suffice to say, I'm, I'm here. I'm absolutely fine. And um, so I had to have a good think about that. And I thought to myself, wow, what was that? And to be honest, to this day, I do not know whether it was higher self, whether it was a guide, whether it was the divine, whether it was God, guardian angel, I don't know. But I just know that I was guided and I'm safe and healthy now. So, you know, that was a pretty dramatic thing. But, you know, I didn't really think too much more of it until it was a couple of years later and my grandmother had passed away. Now, my grandmother was, she basically raised me. She was my everything. And I mm-hmm. thought to myself, hmm, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to a medium. I'm going to give it a whirl. I was open-minded, didn't really know what to expect, but the reading that this lady gave me, you know, I've ne- had never seen her before, mm-hmm. uh, was so accurate. Now, my grandmother came through and, you know, the evidence was amazing, but she also gave me a psychic reading. Now, <laughs> to be honest, I didn't even know what that was. So she gave me elements of 
my past, my present, and possibilities and probabilities for my future. And you know, at the time, I had no self-confidence. I had a drink problem. Life was chaos, you know, difficult relationships, violent relationships. My life was just a mess. And when this lady said to me, you know, you, you, you've got a gift if, if you wanted to go down this route. She said, well, she says, you could be a counsellor, you could write books, you could work with kids, you could, you know, you could be a, sorry, a psychic medium. And I was like, look, and her like, no way. She's like, you're a leader and I see you standing in front of people. I see you doing mediumship, you know, I see you talking to crowds. And I just looked at her like, no way, that's not me. I'm weak. You know, I, I'm a follower. I can't say booty a goose, you know, whatever. But it really, it really ignited something in me because I said to myself, she says, see, if you want to do this, you can get the top level. You you would be excellent. You, If you focus your mind, you can do it. Now, that to me was the, it was, I had never heard anything positive, you know, difficult family relationships and all this. Life was a bit chaotic. And to just think that somebody saw potential in me, like instantly, that changed my life. It, it really did. You know, I just looked more into it. I started to meditate. I went to classes, retreats, Arthur Finley College, uh, you know, meditation every day. I was just obsessed with it. Like, Melissa, you'll know yourself. Once you get sort of, um, when you get involved, so many layers of yourself and your soul, and it just starts to unfold, and it's the most beautiful journey. Um, and here I am today, suffice to say. Wow. Well, I mean, I know exactly what you're saying because it is, it's that sense of, oh, finally, yeah, finally you can kind of see in yourself that part, you know, that part of you that's been sort of seeking that healing or seeking being seen, you know, and understood. And um, it feels so good to be able to uncover that, you know, and, and be able to work with it. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's so interesting because I had the similar experience where I don't remember things so much from a child. Like I don't remember having spirit come visit me or um, experiences like that. Um, it was definitely that kind of like, uh, near, you know, close to death experience that opened it up for me too. Um, so that's really interesting. Um, how long ago was the uh, reading that you had with the, the medium who brought through your grandmother? Let me see. It must be around seven years, six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So since then, just basically, you've been on fire. You've been just sort of like seeking your development, and now um, teaching yourself, and demonstrating, and private sittings, and all of that stuff. Well, let me say, Melissa, for for this journey, like for me, it was all consuming. But mm-hmm. you no, know, it doesn't and didn't ever feel like work when you are involved with something there's such a a, a passion and a, and a joy for the journey and you know going from to be honest you know I did have you know addiction problems I, I you know my life was chaos I was in a, a job that I really hated I was being bullied everything was wrong with my life and I was mm-hmm. so, I was such a victim and you know I just didn't understand why you know, I was saying this why I was dealt such a difficult hand, but you know, I was so much in the victim mentality. And when I began to meditate and to build that power day by day, and I, t- I was disciplined, I have not missed a day of meditation. I don't care if I'm sick or if I'm tired, it does not matter. That's my time with the divine. That is mm-hmm. so sacred to me. And, you mm-hmm. know, going from somebody who was, to be honest, and, you know, weak and and not seen not heard such a low opinion no confidence of myself to having you know as the years went on I just progressed so much that people then will say to me 
wow, you know, you come across so confident and I loved your talk and, you know, whatever. And I'm I it's so strange because on the inside, I still feel, you know, like that person. And when somebody says to me, you come across so confident, it's, it, it's, it's like a bit of a disconnect. But to me, it's like the ugly duckling that's sort of grown and evolved and into the swan that actually I don't even realize it, you know, that I come across well because – you know, I had to, to be honest, Melissa, I had to really work on some, you see the healing journey, some deep personal stuff. And to be honest, it's only been something that I have been fully able to get a hold of this year because I had to work through so much trauma um, that I just feel like for the average person, it would not take this long. But with me, it definitely did. And that's okay. Divine time and all that, you know, nothing's ever wasted. Um, and what I mean by that is, because of all the negativity from my childhood, I had these negative self-beliefs that no matter how hard I tried or what I did, you know, I, I actually had a real thing around abundance, to be honest. It was like self-sabotage. You know, I was doing so many free readings, free events, you know, I would do events and give them money to charity. Now, that's all fine and well. I get it. But if I'm not recognizing that I'm of value as a child of God, then there was something wrong with that. So this this year, you know, because at the end of the day, I have I've got, I still have three jobs. You know, I, I work in a nursery school, which I love. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist. You know, I'm a psychic medium. I do so many things. And the other jobs were kind of paying for my education for the psychic mm-hmm. because I just did so much because I just loved it. But this year, I, I worked with a wonderful lady here in Ireland, and I had a session of psyche. I don't know if you've heard. Oh, hello. Sorry. Just the, I don't know if you can still hear me. Oh, there, there you are. I can hear you again. Yes. Oh, did I cut out a little? Yeah, it's okay. So you were saying you had a, a session with somebody in Ireland. Yes, for Psych K. And that just aligns your negative self-beliefs. Now, one of them was, you know, as well, you know, Melissa, I don't know if you would get this. For example, I would do a DM. That's a demonstration of mediumship or an inspirational talk. I've worked at Belfast Spiritualist Church, different spiritual centers. And if somebody would make a comment or critique me in any way, and if I heard that, it would really hurt. And when I was able to work on these negative self-beliefs, one of them was, and I thought it was just put so beautifully, others' judgment of me is a reflection of them. So if somebody is saying any anything ne- negative about me, it rolls off like what orthodox back. And I see that that negativity is that person's conditioning. It's not a reflection of me. It's not my stuff. And also if somebody's going to give me a compliment, that's a reflection of their beautiful soul. So it's very, very interesting switching that perspective and also, you know, about the abundance. I believe, you know, what I have to offer, I I do my best and I, I, you know, deserve abundance. And that really switched things up for me. So it's been a very, very interesting journey this year in particular, but all amazing. Right. Well, I think it's so important to have the personal healing go along with the development. And I think that's why, you know, you're able to um, connect so deeply uh, with with spirit is because you've been willing to do the work, you know, and I think lots of times in students, we see that they want, you know, they want to connect with spirit so badly, they want to do the work, 
but they're not necessarily always ready to look within and do the, the also the personal, the soul healing, you know, that goes along with it. So I think once you make up your mind to, you know, that they go hand in hand and that both are necessary, that's when things really start to evolve. So, I mean, I think for you to, to endeavor to, to do that, it's, it's not easy. Um, I know I had some things, you know, on my own path early on where I really had to look at um, parts of myself, you know, that were very, very um, vulnerable. There was, you know, past wounds and things that came up to the surface um, doing this work, you know, and I, so I think it's, it's, it's courageous to do it, you know, and I think that you're right. Each person, each individual is going to kind of have to go through it on their own timing, you know, and their own way. Um, but I think it's, it's true what you're saying about the critique stuff, because um, I look at it the same way now, you know, in the beginning, it would be crushing, like soul crushing. If somebody didn't get the message that I was trying to give them, or if somebody, you know, even in say like a class or a workshop, if they kind of were like um, ambivalent or sort of seemingly not very um, happy, you know, with like whatever information I was giving them, it would take me days to get over it. It was like, it would, it would hurt so, so badly. And now when I look at it, I think, well, I don't take credit when people are giving me all, you know, when it's all great and positive and wonderful, I can't take all the credit because I feel like that's to do with spirit. And then if it's not, you know, the most amazing and, you know, the, the feedback is a little bit less than desirable, I don't also beat myself up anymore over that either, you know? So it's sort of like, I guess, taking it sort of with a, a, a grain of salt. Yeah, no, absolutely. I can completely resonate with that, Melissa. Unless you start off the most well-rounded healed person unless you start off on this journey like that we all go through elements of this and another one of those negative self-beliefs I worked on was I've done my best and my best is good enough so exactly that what you're saying Melissa so when I would come away from a dam no matter what anybody had would say that I knew whether it be whatever it's amazing feedback yeah I did my best was good enough whether it was negative feedback yeah, I did my best. It was good enough. Whatever it may be. And just to have that baseline, I'm okay. Whether this goes well or not so well, fantastic. It doesn't matter. And, you know, that is an element as well that I sort of really learned at the Arthur Finley College. I just want to, I just want to drop this amazing, um, amazing tutor's name in here. And he is all about, like Melissa, personal development is so, it's so needed. It's so it goes hand in hand with this work because if you're not willing to look at those elements of yourself where you are sticking or, or you're not ready to look at them again, all in perfect timing. But I, you know, I go to Arthur Finley College once or twice a year, every year because I love it. You know, it is not work. It is all good. And when I was there, you know, people say, "Oh, you come across so bubbly and you're so this and so that." And when I am there, I am that because. As you know, it is just Hogwarts. It is just pure magic. You're there with people who are all on the same wavelength. You know, you can chat about all the, the funky stuff and you're not going to seem weird. And um, I get up and I, I did a link and, you, you know, his name is John Johnson, right? And this was, it was last year. And mm -hmm. I got up on the platform and he got up with me and he put his arm around me and we did the link and my heart sank and I thought, oh, he doesn't think I'm very good. And, you know, it got to me, it did. I'm not going to lie. And that was okay. 
So as we were going, he was coming around giving people individual wee bits of feedback sort of to the side. And when mm. he got to me, um, I said something like a joke. I says, you know, ah, oh, thanks for jumping up for me, John. You know, I'm obviously not very good. I need, you know, I need, I need a tutor to sort of do it with me. And he just looked me dead in the eye and he said, it wasn't that. It's not because you're not good enough. And I know this is to do with your childhood stuff. It's to do with your father leaving when you were younger. You're carrying a lot of stuff. And he says, I, he said, you come across bubbly. And he just, do you know why I got up with you? And I went, why? And he said, it just radiates that you need care. You just needed a hug. You needed somebody to stand there and support you. And I just was like, whoa. It was like a slap in the face of just awesome truth. I actually started to cry. And I went, I uh, Melissa, it was like, he saw through, not a facade, but he saw through the mask. He said, your soul needs a bit of cur. And I just, it, it blew me away, Melissa. It was, it was amazing. I mean, how beautiful. And it goes to show, you know, we're so always thinking, you know, I, I come from the same place of, you know, never, ever believing in myself, you know, until I started working with spirit, you know, that's what really showed me that I could believe in myself. And, um, you know, I, I, I understand that journey of, of having to really step into your own power and how scary that can be. Um, but to have somebody who sees that and it's not, and to tell you, it's not about, <laughs> it's not about your ability. It's just that someone wanting to be there and support you, you know, and how beautiful that is. Oh, Wow. It was, it's like one of those little, and funnily enough, you know, I'm not going to get into that one, but I had like a moment with him the year before. And, you know, the strangest thing is other students would complain that he would come across quite harsh or quite, he says, look, listen, I don't beat around the bush. I just tell you sort of, not, not in a rude way, it's so super respectful, but he's like, look, I'm here to get the best out of you. If I'm mentioning stuff about your link, I'm only saying it to you, I get the best from you. Please don't be offended. So if somebody's starting off super respectful to me saying that, I am not going to take offense at anything you're saying. I know yeah. you're trying to stretch me and get the best from me. And I just couldn't see why other people, they didn't like that. And I was like, listen, this man is awesome. <laughs> well, that's why you're there. You know, you're there to be able to identify, you know, some areas where you could, you know, use some strengthening. And let's be honest, every single medium has areas that can be strengthened. You know, we're, we're never going to go... Um, especially if you're going into a learning environment, you're not going there to be told how amazing and perfect you are. You're going to want to know because you want to always evolve and grow. So, um, yeah, I think sometimes it's fear. You know, people are just very terrified um, of, of looking like they're not good, you know, or, or, or looking as if they're, you know, inferior to somebody else. But if you go in with that mindset that you're just there to, to learn and you're there to take in you know, uh, the, the information, I think you can't go wrong. Yeah. Grow, learn, stretch, evolve. That's why, because for me, and I'm sure with yourself, Melissa, is I can really feel somebody's intention, right? Mm -hmm. If I feel like you're coming, you know, you're, you're saying something to me with, with the, the purest intention, I'm good with that. And also, mm -hmm. you know, I know I've been through situations where people who I've trusted have said some things to me quite negative and that, you know, they're actually pretending they're saying it's for your own good, but just the, I can feel the intention behind it. And I'm just like, 
no, I can't deal with you in my life anymore. No, no, no. So it's it's strange. You know, if you feel the intention, if you feel the things behind your words, and I actually always thought that this one was funny. I remember I had an ex-boss who was very, like, intimidating and very, um, you know, she would bully me and other staff members. And I remember she had said something to me one day, like, you know, you did something wrong and so-and-so said you did it wrong. And I know I didn't do whatever it was. But, you know, in my mind, I had a voice clearly very clearly saying to me, she's lying, she's lying. And I just thought it was so strange. She was saying things with a smile on her face. And, you know, the voice in my head was going, she's lying, she's lying. And I just thought, well, this is really, this is quite strange. You know, I believe the voice. I don't believe this lady. No. (laughs) Yeah. And you have to, you have to be able to trust yourself, you know, and, and that's a huge part of being able to, I think, stand in front of people, you know, and if you think about it, like, I think we forget because we're so used to it and we do it all the time, but I can't think of any other profession, vocation, where you're asked to put yourself out there in such a vulnerable way. You basically yeah. stand in front of people and give them, without knowing anything, give them insight and and evidence of the afterlife, <laughs> you know I mean? the continuation of life, like it's to us, I think because we're used to it, it seems like, oh yeah, this is what we do. But really the, the, you know, the actual task of, of, of that is quite, or the pressure of that sometimes I think can be quite enormous. So it does take, it does take, you know, being able to trust yourself a lot. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more, Melissa. And, you know, what I just sort of, for me, I it couldn't have been more synchronistic. You've been on this journey a while. And um, what had happened was I won tickets to a personal development event. That was about two years ago. And when I got there, I went. I had two tickets, so I brought my brother. And we went, and then he won clinical hypnotherapy while we were there. So it was like, wow, okay. And then mm-hmm. from that, he got, like, these golden tickets that were, like, free for us to go down for a weekend in Dublin to sort of train to see what it was like. So it was like, you won, you won, you won, or you won, you won, it's free. You know, the universe mm-hmm. like, here you go, right into your hands. So I says, right, okay, I have no interest in becoming a clinical therapist. Let's go and see what it's like. And you know what? See just the education there on, you know, if you're the mind, the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, the unconscious mind, which is really the super conscious mind connected to the universe and unified field. And just the education that I that I that I found out there and about how we were all programmed and you know, negative self beliefs, and I, I was just so fascinated. And I, you know, I had a lot of you know training and clinical hypnotherapy there. So like the amount of work I've done on myself is actually it's crazy, but it's all good. And you know what? It was very much needed because I definitely was coming from a very damaged place. And it didn't, it was a bit like that, sweep it under the carpet, don't want to deal with it, don't want to deal with it. And then, you know, spirit set it up so perfectly, synchronistically, I couldn't, I just knew it was the right way to go. So, I mean, another thing I just want to add in, Melissa, that I, for me now, because I've done so many different things, that I really mix my modalities together. So whenever somebody's having a session of clinical hypnotherapy with me, they'll get a bit of message from um her guidance from themselves in hypnotherapy. I also, you know, they give me the guide. I also take them on shamanic journeys, you know, so many different things. And I actually also offer 
uh, a healing modality called sovereign alchemy. And that's all about, you know, sovereignty means, you know, self-governance and, and, you know, your own supreme power. And that's taken away all those conditions from childhood, from your life. And, you know, alchemy is obviously the alchemist changing base metal lead to gold, but it's spiritual alchemy of the mind and the soul and the psyche. So I kind of, when somebody comes to me and they sort of tell me what their needs are, I really tailor things to suit that person specifically because working with the subconscious mind through hypnotherapy, so that is, well, I'll just quickly go over what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, It's fascinating. So your conscious mind is logic, reason, willpower, judgment, and your short-term memory. So that's the one that, you know, the day-to-day life. And then working with the subconscious mind, that's your your beliefs, your feelings, your emotions, your habits, your protector, and your long-term memory. And Melissa, whenever I did this training, I realized that as a psychic or a medium, you work with the subconscious mind. Now, it's actually, um, it's, it's, class as a lower but it's actually a higher brainwave frequency so like when I would do you know if, if I was to do a link I would sort of I would feel with my feelings you know I have a father here you know he's coming with regret I can see that he's you know this tall or whatever you know it's all in your subconscious mind your imagination your visuals and I just realized that I was working with as a psychic medium this part of the mind. So whenever I would have a set, whenever I have a session, a healing session or a clinical therapy session with somebody, I realize that they are in the perfect brainwave frequency state. They're not in their conscious mind. They're down a brainwave, you know, it's a higher brainwave frequency that mm-hmm. that, and it makes it so easy. I have not worked with anybody yet that has not had an experience. I ha- It's experimental. I leave it open, but they each have their own individual experience and it is just it blows me away because they you know they tell me after they're so excited and it's just awesome (laughs) (laughs) I mean I think that's phenomenal so is it kind of like if you were to bring them into that state of consciousness would you say it's similar to like what we might be doing if we're inducting somebody into like a trance state uh yes yes absolutely beautiful and I mean that's such a powerful powerful healing in itself, you know, just for the the um, client to be able to sit in that energy and to be in that state, you know, so that's phenomenal. And so do you find that most people, um, the people that are coming, are they aware always of, of what they need? Or are they kind of just coming to you with, this is what's going on? How can you help me? Yeah, because, you know, and another thing, um, I, I do have a quality qualification in counseling because I, I I went down that route and you know funny halfway halfway through the course I went to myself this just isn't for me I just knew it wasn't but I says listen I'm not a quitter I'm going to continue on I got the qualification and you know what it really has held me in great stead because if you are working with the public you have to have awareness of mental illness and you know how to deal with people going through really tough times obviously you know it's a big responsibility the job that we have and I know you would take that very seriously also um so yes well you know usually if somebody says you know uh, uh i need a reading or see it just depends i have a couple of different facebook pages but you know mm-hmm. i'm doing presentations you know for example i did a presentation to a business group the by two weeks two or three weeks ago and it was you know some people came to me for like sovereign alchemy hypnotherapy and some people came for readings it was about 50 50 so i got like 20 bookings from that 
And it was just that person knew from what I shared. What I do is I just share a snapshot of my my story and how things things that have healed him, modalities that have helped me. Then that person decides what do I need right now in my life? Do I need do I need a reading? Do I need hypnotherapy? What do I need for my business? It was kind of like that. So the person kind of chose, but usually when they come to me, I'll say things like, I can offer you this, I can offer you that. What area of your life? What what do we need to fix here? What's your sort of plan? Or like a reading is just a straight reading, and that's past, present, future, and then you know, spirit links and all that good stuff. So it's a bit of both. Some people, if they've seen me speak, they'll know what they're coming, what they want. But I actually find that it's like um, a really beautiful process having those discussions to figure out what this person you know needs because I'm very um, keenly guided by my guides. I'm aware of their guides in the process. If they're very much more logically minded, um, I will, I, you know what, it's so funny, Melissa, I can change my wording. So I will say things in a different way because I'm trying to be respectful of this person and their beliefs. And if I have somebody coming to me super open and spiritual, I can use all my spiritual talk. So I really, I really tailor myself in, to their needs. Yeah, I love that. And I think that's the that's how I sort of work as well. And I resonate with that. And I didn't recognize that I was doing that until the other day, my partner said to me, he said, you don't realize he said you actually will figure out how to communicate with all these different people from all different walks of life. But you'll use your way of communicating is so different, just depending on what they need. And I was like, Oh, that's so cool. Because I didn't you know, you don't really recognize sometimes you're doing that. Um, but I think it is coming. It is. It's like their guides, our guides kind of coming together and sort of putting it in, in terms that it's going to be, um, you know, the, the person's going to be able to resonate with. Um, so that's really cool. I love that. Um, what would you say has been the most challenging part of your development? Um, my low self-esteem at the very start and my negative self-beliefs about myself you know Melissa see for the first year year definitely a year year and a half maybe I went and obviously you know my teacher was very patient but I just see people now who are starting in circles and they're just they're flying but with me I went every week and I sat in that room and I could not get anything and I mean nothing. And I took that upon myself. But I was so embarrassed. I was so panic stricken. I was anxious because I was told, right, sit here with this person, try and get something, a word, a color, a feeling. And I was just getting zero. And you know what? All I kept a hold of was that thought in my mind. But I have potential if I just keep going, if I just push myself through this. And uh, to be honest, Melissa, it, it was actually torture. I remember having to go to class every week and feeling sick on the way driving down, you know, and, you know, I was so embarrassed and really taking it so personally when I couldn't get anything. You know, and everybody was very supportive and, you know, gentle with me. But I just, it was just horrible. Oh, oh my, it was really, really, really I was taking it so personally, but, you know, as you progress and as you move forward, you get a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And, you know, spirit, I feel like spirit just gently moved me along. And, and the one thing I have to say that's been the most beautiful saving grace has been meditation, you know, because if I can now go out and this might sound a wee bit silly, but, you know, if you can just be happy for no reason, I was never happy. I was always 
my emotions were jealous, insecure, you know, I had, you know, an alcohol problem. I was, I was honestly, I was a mess. I was just a mess from childhood stuff. And then I, I just began to be so contented with life. I would go out, I would walk to work every day through a park and just look at the wind blowing between the leaves of the trees. And it was like, I would start to cry. I was just, this is absolutely beautiful. And I've never noticed that. Like see elements of that that just weave its way into your life. Contentment, joy, bliss, support, inspiration. My goodness, life just became beautiful bit by bit. That's so amazing. And I think, you know, the tenacity, you know, that it takes to continue to show up, even if it's hard, even if it's not coming easily at first. And I think that's such a powerful statement to share with people. You know, lots of people that listen to the podcast are on their own, you know, they're either just starting off on their journey or they're already embarked upon it. But it's important to, to see that it it's not just, you know, you're not just coming when it's good and you're getting all this great feedback. It's also like showing up when it's really hard and when you don't feel like it um, and, you know, sticking it out. And, and that's sort of the strengthening of the bond. I think in doing that, you were strengthening your bond with spirit. You were trusting them, even though you weren't necessarily getting the results that you were looking for, you know, in that moment. Um, but because you stuck it out, then you were able to forge ahead as a partnership with spirit. You know, it's like you worked hand in hand. Um, and I think that's that's such an important thing to highlight to people that it's not, uh, it, it's, it's magical, it's magical, but it's not magic. You know, this, this development, it actually does take such hard work. And a lot of it is that dedication, you know, and dedication to, um, devotion to being able to sit and and have that practice you know have a spiritual practice that's for yourself that is not based upon what you can get from spirit but actually like how you can be together how you can forge that friendship you know with spirit um and i think that's that's so important to 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 highlight so i'm so glad that you um i'm so glad that you shared that you know that it wasn't easy for you to get up and go and sit in in development for the first little bit uh absolutely and if i have any words for anybody starting off and and you know it's all the same stuff that we're dealing with lack of self-esteem no confidence you know all you know these fears am i going to look stupid i'm going to be judged all of these things, like if I could just say any words of, please don't give up. If you move forward, you know, it, for me, I kind of recognize the bigger picture. The work that is being done now on your soul, you will benefit in the next life. Like, believe me, you just, life becomes so magical and such a dance and synchronicity and you begin to feel better. Your relationships, your family get better, work, abundance, everything comes together. If you just won't give up on yourself and you won't give up on your soul. And, you know, it's just for me, it's sticking it out and just holding on to that little bit of hope. Like, see, at the end of the day, it, you know, the lady that gave me that reading, I just, I, I promise you, I still to this day think, thank you so much. My life was going in the wrong direction. And all I needed was somebody to say to me, you've potential. And I, I, I held on to that. I never let it go. And it has held me through the years. So people, you know, there's such a power in your words and this connection. 
It is a divine thing and it can really change people's lives. It's changed mine. Definitely. Definitely. And I feel that spirit does orchestrate, you know, they bring us those people in the moment when we need it the most, you know, um, it reminds me of being at the college because when we were in the class together, that was my first time. I mean, it's the only time I've gone so far. Um, and I was extremely disheartened because the first exercise that we did, um, I was partnered with someone who was really committed to not, um, having it go well. <laughs> okay. So, uh, she, she really, wasn't open to me. Uh, and she took it, she seemed to take a little bit of pleasure in saying no. Um, and it really, it goes back to what you're saying about the intention, you know, you can kind of feel someone's intention. And I didn't feel the intention was good. You know, it was sort of like a difficult, it was a challenging, a challenging situation. And so um, I was so just absolutely kind of devastated because it didn't go well. I felt bad about myself. I thought, what am I doing here? Why am I here? Um, and I just was like, why did I make this huge, you know, this huge trip and put all this, this effort into, you know, leaving my kids who are kind of younger at the time and, you know, um, all of this stuff to, to come here and to have this experience. Like I felt like, thanks spirit. Like, where are you? <laughs> you know, where are you when I need you? Um, and what happened was, um, I ended up, you know, even though that was difficult, I ended up finding such beauty in the experiences that we had in that class. I ended up, you know, finding beautiful connections with people, you know, other people, not necessarily that person, but other people in the class. And it was such a powerful healing experience. You know, I found that the readings that I got in practice, you know, it was at a time where I was going through like basically personal, my personal life was hell. You know, I was in a marriage that was really, really difficult. Um, I was going through a ton of stress um, and I had a ton of pressure on myself. You know, I'm sole provider. My mediumship is basically like paying for everything, you know? So I was, I was in sort of a very, I guess, high pressure kind of time in my life. And some of the information that came through from spirit through the exercises that we did was so powerful and was so healing and so reassuring. And so I started to look at it like, okay, yes, that was a that was a difficult experience. That first reading was didn't start off the best. It kind of was it was upsetting to me. Um, but I'm so glad that I stuck it out and that I had the rest of the week to kind of allow things to unfold because it really did, it really was extremely healing, you know, and it was it was sort of like I had to get over that. I had to still build up my confidence to try again, you know, with somebody else. Um, and then I found that I did and it was, it worked beautifully, you know? So I think you just have to kind of take, you know, have to take the difficulties um, along with, you know, the beautiful parts of it too. I, I completely agree. And, you know, I, I had um, a spiritual assessment this year with my, my mentor, my tutor, uh, Marie Fitzpatrick and this lady her power and her accuracy is like nothing I've ever seen anywhere else. She is such an amazing trans medium. I sit with her for trans as well. And, um, you know, the stuff that she said was just so accurate and went into my whole background. And, you know, and, you know, there's been elements, you know, in your one-to-ones where you're feeling a failure because I'm such a perfectionist. You know, she was getting 
about how my clients were reacting, but yet how I felt because I was putting so much pressure on myself and there was going to be a big turnaround about how you feel. And, you know, it was just so crazy and so accurate. And the stuff about that, about not giving up, because I was saying, dear, you know, I'm, you know, I'm thinking about doing other things and, you know, I can do inspirational talks. I can do clinical therapy. I can do this or healing modality, you know, and she just went to me, listen, spirit are putting, to be honest, you know, it just felt like I had a string of like difficult clients, but I had that too. Yeah. Melissa, and I was just like, what is going on? I need some help. And what happened was she said, but they, she says, I can see very clearly your guides are telling me the person is okay with the reading, right? but you feel like a failure. And she says, this is all, this is a test to build your confidence, to build that, because are you going to throw in the towel or are you going to continue? And I tell you what, it, it, everything that she said is perfectly panned out. And I was just wondering if you had experienced it as you shared her a bit, anything like that also? Yeah, well, it was about a year ago, this time last year. Um, and that was, so now it's been almost seven. So I'd be like six years in, you know, of working full-time mediumship all the time, like six, seven days a week, no, like no real break and just kind of like go, go, go. And I, <laughs> I got to this point where I was burnt out yeah. for sure. I was definitely burnt out, but also in my personal life, you know, I was having some things go on with, um, my son who's, he's 16, but he was 15 at the time. Um, he ended up going to live with his dad for a bit. And that was devastating to me. It was, it was actually devastating because it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it wasn't an easy transition. And it was, it was basically just like a, I look back now and realize, okay, it's a teenage thing and it's normal. But at the time I felt like he was never going to come back, you know, and I felt like I was really, um, I must be a horrible mother or he must hate me or, you know, there was a whole, it was just, I was very depressed because of it. Um, I felt like I was losing him, you know, and he'd always been with me, you know, and so um, it was really, really hard. Um, plus during that time, I had um, some health struggles, you know, that were, um, you know, that I was dealing with. And it just felt like everything around me was difficult. There was just almost like a, a string of, of challenges all bunched up together. And so I and then and on top of that, then I was starting to have like these difficult clients and I'd never experienced such difficulty. And I thought, okay, is this just me? Like, am I, okay, first of all, am I attracting this to myself or am I just, is this a sign from spirit trying to tell me that I'm not good anymore? Like I need to stop doing readings. Um, I started to question myself. I started to think like, okay, like maybe, maybe this is it. Like maybe this is just my time is up and I'm supposed to do something else, do something normal, you know, like an everyday kind of nine to five kind of job. And, you know, I had to really, work through the emotions that I was feeling and, and really get to the bottom of, you know, what was going on. And I think the only way I kind of got through it was like still hanging on to that connection with spirit. So every day sitting in meditation, every day praying and just asking them to show me, asking them, you know, can you guide me? I, I'm so lost. I don't really know what to do. And it was scary because you spend so much time. This is like such a big part of who we are, you know? So it's, it's scary it, for me to think of not doing this work in some way, like not healing, not bringing through healing, not helping, not working with spirit was so depressing to me. So, um, 
it did get better, you know, and I found that as I healed, you know, through my, the personal stuff that was going on, um, all of a sudden everything started to come back together with the, um, with the mediumship with that, but it was not, uh, it was not an easy thing to go through. And I really did question, I questioned if spirit was trying to give me a, a, a sign, like, Nope, we don't want you anymore. You know, that kind of thing. Um, and I mean, I'm happy to say, you know, my son, it was only a few months and he was back and everything is good. But um, I think now if I was to like go through something like that again, personally in my life, I think I would have given myself time off, you know, or in the future, if something like that happens. I think I need to be able to take time to also have a human, you know, a human experience and and bring healing, you know, because that kind of pressure um, to read for people when you're going through your own personal health, that is really tough, you know. Um, in some ways, though, it is what kept me going because the, so it's hard to say, you know, it's hard to say, but the, the, the amazing readings and the amazing connections and the people that were so lovely, that really boosted my my energy and gave me life, you know, at a time that I really needed it. So I don't know, it's tough to say, but I think that most people, especially when you're, you know, you start reading for more and more people and becoming, you know, like busier and busier, you are going to go through periods of time with your mediumship and your readings where you are on a high and like everything is awesome. And it's like, wow, every reading is so powerful and you feel so good. And then there's some that are just feel like such hard work. Like it just feel like it's like, pulling teeth but you're right lots of times the client is like yeah this is they're 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 satisfied it's us we're the ones who are feeling like oh that was terrible oh it didn't it wasn't enough oh I didn't get that right oh I wonder if I could have got more on you know this detail or whatever you know so we kind of impose our own sort of expectations I think uh, absolutely and the thing that I remember from my spiritual assessment that my, my mentor and tutor said was how are you supposed to coach anybody through fear and failure and fear of failure if you haven't experienced that yourself and she says I don't mean that you're going to fail at your readings I don't mean that I mean that that's how you feel about the reading even if that other person is fine she says it's just you're going through that little that little um, thing that we all kind of have to go through and move through because you need to coach people through that. That's what that's about. It's not that you're not good enough. And too, too many times we take it upon ourselves to say, I'm just not good enough and this and that. And the judgment of self and that inner critique is just wild. But um, I just really turned a corner with it all and just couldn't look back and go, wow, that's uh, amazing, interesting. Yeah, well, it is, you know, and I think that the 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 journey itself of going through all these ups and downs and highs and lows, um, there's nothing really like it, you know. So I think for us, it's such a. I mean, we're so blessed to be able to experience life on that level, you know, to be able to just be open to um, the blessings that come from just being courageous enough to just go on this journey, just see what happens, you know, and let it sort of unfold as we go. Um, I wanted to ask you, because we did do, um, we had a, a workshop um, in Ireland, that would be two years ago, I guess, like basically to almost to the day, I think it was oh, this time, yeah. two years ago. And um, I was wondering if you had any memory of that, that is your favorite or something from that, that experience that you that you could share that was that was powerful for you? 
Oh, absolutely. You know, obviously the whole, you know, the castle was so atmospheric. It was magical. The sea, the essence, the, the you know, the greenery, all beautiful. And, you know, one of the things that definitely sticks out in my mind is healing, the cane healing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, um, our, our, our friend Brian, I went and, you know, for me, I, I still get really excited about this stuff because what had happened was, I'd lay down and, you know, he was sort of sitting in, let's just say, a corner. And we were all lying down and the healing started. And I could hear him walking around in between us and sort of I could hear people being gently touched and things. And and I thought, oh, I didn't get touched. I was waiting. And then, you know, we were sort of called back. And, um, you know, as I opened my eyes, I sort of saw all these really magical blue sparkles. And I was like, well, that was really gorgeous and anyway and then he was and I was saying oh so you were walking you know between everybody and he just started laughing and I was like well what was what's so funny he goes I haven't moved and I went no no but you were walking around in between the two of us and I was like, no I, I didn't move that was my guide I was like whoa <laughs> I couldn't believe it because I could you know the way you can feel somebody beside you you know somebody's walked on the grass right beside you and so I uh, it just blew me away. I was just like, wow, that's really amazing. I would say, yeah, I would say that's my favorite experience too, you know. Um, I mean, just the memory of laying in the grass. So, I mean, if you, you know, for people that are listening, at, beside this castle, right on the water, uh, close to Galway in Ireland, beautiful day, laying on your back, eyes closed. And so he was bringing us through uh, this healing experience. And I never opened my eyes during a, a healing or a meditation, but halfway through, I just felt guided. I just felt like, oh, I need to open them. And I looked up in the sky and it was like millions, millions of tiny sparkling little lights like you're talking about. And it was like, oh my God, we're surrounded. Like we're just completely surrounded by this beautiful divine energy. And I thought to myself, oh, this is a moment that your soul just is not going to forget. You know, that's just like imprinted in my in my soul. Um, and it was so powerful. So I'm with you. I, I felt the same thing. I felt that there was movement. I felt it was like full. It's like we're in a wide open space, but it felt full of spirit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I know you're a big lover and advocate of, of the trans states. And it was just, you know, with this trans states, there's just there's there's such an energy there's a magnetism it feels you know thick and flowing and you know if there's even the air is different so mm -hmm. I'm on that experience was just full that's a good way to put it out in an open air and in the open air it was full yeah <laughs> yeah and so beautiful you know and I mean it wasn't a big group you know we didn't have I think there was like eight or nine of us but um really yeah I mean powerful connections powerful healing um, that that came through and people that were at various different sort of levels of their own sort of development and what they were looking for. Um, but I mean, I'll always be grateful for that time. I feel like it was so it was so lovely, you know, to be in that space with you guys. So I hope to come back someday. I, I know that I'll come back. Um, yeah, and I would love <laughs> yeah, I would love to. I want to bring I want to bring Matt with me because his um, family, his mom's side, is from Ireland, and he's never been. So I really want to bring him next time and and experience that, um, and also bring you, you know, to Canada. That's something when when it's safe, when we're able to travel again. <laughs>
absolutely. You know, and my mum is, um, my mum was born in Canada. They sort of moved out and my mum was born and then they came back because a relative was unwell. But, you know, it's my mum's claim to fame. She was born in Canada. So I will have to get out at some point. <laughs> I really want to go and, and, and be and obviously meet up again. And, yeah, and if you're coming to Ireland, absolutely let me know. And, yeah, we can we can check in for sure. Definitely. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, anything, anything else that you would want to add or anything else you'd want to sort of uh, give to the, the listeners before we, we close it down? Well, yeah, you know, even to just leave with a few words of, you know, this journey, like you said, you know, working with spirit, not even, you know, this is what I'm, I, I'm doing a whole different thing. I'm putting so many different things together. Unless it's crazy. I'm so busy. I'm putting a course together. I am part of, it's called CSI, Common Society Issues. I'm going to do interviews. I'm going to do like, they're going to film a documentary. You know, it's all to do with Common Society Issues, mental health, because mental health is something I'm a big advocate for. It's so needed in Belfast. You know, so I have all, but I know when I'm doing all of this work, I'm so guided by spirit. And what I want, I know that this is for, you know, the spiritually um, curious and developing mediums and, and psychics, etc. but what I want people to recognize as well is when you grow with this power, when you meditate and the power, it is the power literally grows within you. You know, if you then want to move out and be a painter, I know so many people have then become amazing artists, whatever walk of life you then choose to go down, because it's all your free will and all your choice. And when you are guided by spirit, your life is enhanced. And that's, you know, I just know that I'm so guided and doing so many different things. I'm going to be doing it. Well, one thing that I noticed really recently, and I just, it was one of those moments, and I, you know, don't get them often at all. I've always wanted to work at Belfast Birds with Church, and I was asked, and I did the inspirational talk, and, you know, it was packed, it was absolutely packed out. And as I was up there, and as I was given this inspirational talk, I actually caught myself right in the middle of it. I was like, there was pure silence. I mean, pure silence. All I could hear was my voice. And I was looking at all these people looking at me, and I just thought, you know, like one of those, I've always dreamed of doing this. You're always so shy and downtrodden with self-esteem. I always wanted to do that. And just, I caught myself in the moment and I was just like so overwhelmed and grateful. And anything I want to say, you know, for people, you can grow. Even those times when you're stretched and it's difficult and you feel like it's growing wrong. Believe me, you know, you will become inspired and motivated and you will just grow in so many ways and even if I feel like sometimes if people try and deviate off the path once you get into this kind of work in any way your soul is just blessed and it will always be called back in whatever way so I just want to leave people with just keep going just keep going it would have been Melissa so much easier for me to just pack it in because I, I did struggle for a long time, but there was. It's just cut out. So I don't know if I'm going to get Ashley back. Hello. But what I will do is I will um, end on that note um, and thank. Oh, there you are. Can you hear me? 
Yes, yes, I can hear you. Okay, I don't know why it cut out, but um, um, beautiful. I mean, I I really, really want to thank you for sharing all of that, you know, so openly and so honestly. And I really think it's going to be valuable for people to hear um, from you. And how can how can people get in touch with you? Oh, yes, absolutely. Thank you, Melissa. I have a couple of Facebook pages. So that's ICTR, A-S-H-L-E-Y, T-E-E-R, ICTR Psychic Medium, and also ICTR Hypnotherapy. And also I've just launched, you see, and I have the time to sort of put things together now that, you know, and edit videos and stuff. So I've put together a recollection of a YouTube channel called The Sovereign Spirit. There's going to be a lot more content. I have the time now. But again, thank you, Melissa. So blessed, inspired, and happy to be a part of this amazing podcast. Oh, no, it's it's such an honor. So I thank you so very much. And I feel really blessed to know you. Um, and even though, you know, it's such a distance, I feel always really comforted to know that there's someone else in the world doing the same kind of thing. And it's almost like we can have that support for each other, even though it's from a distance. So um, it's really, really special. So I, I thank you so much. So absolutely blessed. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, listeners. And have a blessed day, week. Have a blessed life. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you.